0: I'm starting to see spaceships, on banking. Yeah. I'm gicked up. Oh, it she just keeps calling me, keep calling No, D4L. No. no, slick D on the no, Scott, Scott, is me. Scott is calling Scott me. Is calling I'm in a zone. I gotta see my doctor. Scott is calling me. Scott, Scott me. is me. i a, a zone.
1: I wanna Scott, Scott is calling me.
0: Oh, my God, it's been a while. It's been a little bit. We, um, you know, we was trying to wait until the the election results were completed so that we could incorporate that into um, everything we were talking about. But that shit took a while. It took a while. That was um, that was like an ass clenched situation the whole time that shit was going on. um, And it made me think of back in the early 2000s when Bush was going up against Al Gore. Didn't they, how long did they wait for those results? Was it December by the time they found out what was happening with that? Or was it some other shit? I can't recall.
2: Uh, I th- I don't remember the month exactly. It was technically a, a long process, but I remember that they officially called it relatively... Uh, <clears throat> Soon after the election, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like, is, "Yeah, um, we're just gonna stop counting this shit." And then it was a big deal because, uh, you know, Florida was the big state with the discrepancy or the the long counting, and then that was uh, Jeb Bush's state.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was Jeb Bush's shit. uh I remember that being a whole thing when I was younger. um This is another episode of Spit Sessions. We missed you guys. It's been. It's been a little while. We have a whole bunch of stuff that we want to talk about. But, of course, some of the most important being the election results and how that's playing out. Um, (laughs) Did you see the video of an anonymous individual on Fox News talking about voter fraud and it's actually the president? It's actually Trump himself. Did you see that?
2: I refused to open that, uh, but I did see the screenshot and I did see (laughs) people speculating that
0: it was Trump himself. You can hear from the, can I send you this? I want you to like, I just want you to um, like, look at this because if you just, is this the video? I don't know if that's the video or not. There we go. It's like in the, I'm clicking a bunch of stuff because I'm trying to send it to Reggie right now. I don't know if you can like click on that, but if you hear the speech pattern and if you watch like the mannerisms and what he's wearing, it. Definitely seems like him unless they edited the voice in order to keep him anonymous and it ended up sounding like him when it's actually not. But I don't understand what you have to gain from.
2: Well, that. Snopes said it's not him. Snopes, I mean, that's the the link you sent me is a Snopes link. Oh, it is right here. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, mm. You saw something suspicious. We're going to get right into it tonight. Happening on the side of a Biden Harris van in the parking lot of the polling station. Now, walk the audience through what
1: happened. I'm not going to say which party does it, but that
3: was. <laughs> come on.
1: Location, and then all of a sudden you lose elections <laughs> if you think you're going to win.
2: I come on.
1: That's- <laughs>
0: You're not even going to watch the rest. You was just like, all right. <laughs> this. Oh, my God. Oh, oh is... okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. So that, okay. So Snopes, the, a comedian did this. This okay. is what I, okay. So you sent the Snopes link, and then Snopes is saying that it wasn't Trump. And then the first video they show is, I guess, doctored, and that's what we just watched. And then here's the Trump campaign has submitted explosive evidence of voter fraud to Clark County, Nevada. Now, we're going to be concealing her identity, even disguising oh, it's a, her a voice woman. over her own safety concerns. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, you saw something suspicious. We're going to get right into it tonight. Happening on the side of a Biden-Harris van in the parking lot. Of the polling station. Now, walk the audience through what
3: happened. I went out
0: to go for a walk on my break, and okay, I
3: probably
2: had okay, that's a... way different. That's way the original different. one. It's way better,
0: one. honestly. I'm happy. I'm happy that was a uh, that was caught. That was really, really comical. But it's
2: but here's here's the weird. worst part about what just happened to us: the fact mm-hmm. that it is plausible <laughs> that Fox News would have Trump poorly disguised as a uh a a worker for what was it a poll worker or a usps Uh worker yeah and then air that like that is the the reality that we live in that that is a thing that could happen
0: we are living in an onion article every every day is an onion article i don't i don't see how um they can't really have an easy time writing things because the Line between reality and what's actually fictional right now is just so thin, um, so much so that um I've unblocked him for the first time in like four years just so I could see what he's saying because it's so humorous to me. And I was seeing exactly what I expected. He was just online cutting up. Uh, we won by a huge margin and I love to see what. Uh, online sites and social media has done to be more accountable for misinformation being spread or shared online because every time he tweeted something he, you know we won we did it we died, blah blah underneath you would see a caption like the the counting isn't done yet this isn't a factual statement like click on this to in order to get results and see what's going on so i think and i'm not trying to give them too much credit but it seems like facebook twitter and Well, fuck Tumblr, but they've stepped up in order to stop misinformation from being spread about uh, political things. Because stuff is just so easily believed at the moment that it could just mislead a whole bunch of people.
2: Well, you have Um, um, a group of of Trump supporters in one state protesting and saying, stop to count. And you have a group of Trump supporters in another state protesting and saying, keep counting. Or they were at one time, you know?
0: Michigan and... Uh, Nevada, nev- was it? But yeah, it was two for sure. two opposite
2: yeah. areas of the
0: of yeah. the country, and uh, stop the counting. Why they still
2: counting? Stop counting.
0: I was like, no, that's that's dumb. These people, these people. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard.
2: I, I think it's a, a slippery slope and a weird thing to try to um, decide who should be doing what because you don't want. Twitter or Facebook deciding what is um like relative or, or um like truthful or, or relevant or anything but then at the same time they do have a role to play in that so I think this this small test of uh you know when you retweet an article now on Twitter it's like hey do you want to like read it first I think that's you know neat and then when Trump was saying crazy stuff it would be like hey like this hasn't been verified or anything. This could be totally crazy, so like, read it at your own risk. I guess I'm just worried. Uh, I know that uh, Facebook got uh, into some hot water to an extent because they were not letting people post about this the Biden computer thing or some shit. I don't know if you heard about that.
0: Mm-mm, that's new to me. I'm not sure what that's about.
2: Yeah, I think they just weren't showing that. And I think it's something that was relatively true. But I don't know. I I I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't care. I didn't care enough to read into it too much because it's, it's like if Biden's son did something with a laptop, but it's like ultimately doesn't really mean anything. Like it looks a certain way and can be spun a certain way, but doesn't really mean anything. But I think they were just not letting posts about that show up like links to certain articles mm-hmm. just because, you know, whatever. And I think that that's the sort of thing you, you don't want in the grand scheme of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's understandable. Um, the election's over now at this point. Um,
2: uh, I mean, uh, sure, sure, yeah, kind, mostly, kind of.
0: Like, Are you referring to the legal team stuff that he's doing or something else?
2: I think it is to a to all regular sane people the election is over, but I do I don't know if I believe that this weird Trump Fox News stuff that's happening is like just posturing and not wanting to go quietly or if they're actually going to try to do anything. Right? Like if if anything will actually come of this. So that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean it's decided, but but is it? Like you know in those old movies where it says the end question mark.
0: Hmm. So, what do you expect in between now and January when Pine gets sworn in? Are you expecting shit to hit the proverbial fan way worse than no. it already has? Or I, okay. I'm not. Okay. Okay.
2: Because I think I think the supporters to to some degree have to understand, you know, like within themselves somewhere, regardless of how uh, fervently they they believe in this guy or how crazy they may be. They have to understand that uh, the the things have happened, right? Even if they feel like the election is stolen, well, okay, it's stolen. And then you have to move to whatever next step is. And I don't know that next step is every Trump supporter in the country organizes to murder whoever, right? I think uh, Mm -hmm. things will suck, but Mm -hmm. I'm not foreseeing any sort of cataclysmic thing. I think there's too much, there's an advantage to not being in power to these people, right? It's like they want to feel marginalized and shut down so bad. And then now when you don't have the presidency for the next four years, it's it's easier to sell those books and make those TV appearances. And then as a supporter, you're like, yeah, we're going to get them next time. Like, let's organize, you know, like, I think there's an energy to that. And there's a, a place like a lane to exist in.
0: Mm, I see what you mean
2: So it's not like just this fatalistic thing like Oh everything is over now we just have to like Murder people In the streets I just don't see that happening
0: Okay I got you Uh, There was some stuff that I had from Before the election results were called That I think might be more interesting To talk about now that The conclusion has come to what it's come to But Prior to you know seeing which states flipped seeing which we can touch on in a little bit uh how did you feel about people like you know Ice Cube and Lil Wayne and and and, and um so on and so forth because uh, Kanye was doing his own thing of course but at this point I'm just fatigued on Kanye West this, I don't come to expect any sanity or normal things from him but did you feel any way about Lil Wayne or Ice Cube or whatever else like going well, I don't, to either.
2: I don't know exactly what Lil Wayne did. I saw that they took a picture together. What was he saying? Did he full out endorse Trump or what happened? It,
0: I think it was phrased as a discussion with Trump about let me see this. No, It was an endorsement apparently from what I'm saying. I like to look shit up as I am talking about it. Yes. Yeah, it was an endorsement. This is a CNN article. Um, LeWayne met with President Donald Trump to discuss the president's plan for black Americans apparently liked what he heard. LeWayne praised Trump in a tweet Thursday and shared a photo of the two men giving a thumbs up. Um, Quote, unquote, just had a great meeting with Donald Trump, POTUS, besides what he's done so far with criminal reform. The Platinum Plan is going to give the community real ownership, the rapper tweeted. He listened to what we had to say today and assured we will and can get it done. Trump's platinum plan is geared towards black voters. Uh, that's kind of eh, platinum plan. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I remember <laughs> hearing about the, the platinum plan.
0: Mm-hmm. And includes a number of broad initiatives like building neighborhoods with the highest policing standards, uh, expanding school choice, and improving economic opportunity for black Americans. When the president unveiled the plan in late September, though, he did not specify what those economic initiatives for black americans would entail so earlier this month ice cube who once vowed he never endorsed trump announced he was working with the president on developing his plan for black voters ice cube defended his position on twitter saying he advised anyone on the planet who has the power to help black americans close the enormous wealth gap um so they were under fire for not only meeting with but just endorsing you know Trump in general, but in hindsight, I'm looking at how uh, the man ended up losing the election. Well, just straight up losing the election. I'm kind of wondering: Do you think they regret that shit at all? Possibly. It's kind of late in the game. Like, why in September or in October, November of an election year would you come out and start doing these things when, when like you're down, like you're right around the corner from a potential change and. What's what's happening? Um, I have my own opinions about what's going on with that that I'll share. But I just wanted to, like, check in with you before I went on a tangent. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, the, the Lil Wayne thing, I don't even know if I'm disappointed by that because it's such I'm so like anybody who's rich, right? I'm never mm-hmm. going to be shocked that they want to hoard their money at the expense of anybody else right and then you have somebody who's been rich and famous since they were like 15 16 and they're what 40 in their 40s now uh Mm -hmm. and in that case you're so far removed from everything and he's someone that at least to my knowledge has never been in the mix of anything as far as being political or philanthropy or anything like that so if he just comes out of the blue is like i met with trump and he seems like he knows what he's talking about and i get to keep more of my money all right like let's do that i don't even see it as a malicious betrayal like it could be but he just strikes me as someone who doesn't know what's going on and just a guy said the right things to him in that moment in time when they met and he knows that he gets to keep more of his money so he's cool with that i think Mm -hmm. that's all that went into it. And if there was more that went into it, then it is gross, more gross and more disappointing. But I think uh, just at face value, it's like, yeah, a rich person that is out of touch because they've been rich for so long. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. I think the ice cube thing, um, there's a lot more to that. Um, You know, I, I know a little bit more about that. I know that he didn't endorse Trump. Um, and I, I see how people could say that he's being used by the campaign, but I think it's hard for me to quantify because I'm not on the other side of that, obviously, but, uh, like, let's say you're somebody, you're a a white dude in, um, Michigan. if, if Trump is lying and saying that ice cube endorsed him, is that going to move the needle for any of those voters or is, is if, uh, a perceived ice cube endorsement going to make how many more black people vote for Trump. Like, so I, the fact that he didn't do it. And I think the perception doesn't do anything really for that cause. And I don't blame him for trying to do something like, I understand that there are better ways to go about that and more productive things that he could be doing. But uh, I mean, he came out uh, and, you know, he did some interviews after the fact. And I I kind of agree with his bottom line is like he, mm-hmm. he wanted to meet with the Biden campaign and they didn't seem to have time for him. And mm-hmm. Trump did. And mm-hmm. uh, that's I think you do have to have some awareness as to the timing and the climate of everything. Um, but, you know, it's not his fault that uh the Democrats seemingly, you know, at least according to him, didn't want to discuss anything with him. Not that they're, um, you know, beholden to him in any way, but I think this election, in particular, when you have, uh, I mean, you had some of the biggest protests in history going on in in regards to um, policing specifically, uh, and the Democrats through no no sort of bone or goodwill towards any of that movement really uh i don't i don't particularly blame ice cube for saying uh at least this guy is willing to pretend to listen to me about something and he just mm-hmm. may win the presidency and maybe just maybe we'll get something it seems mm-hmm. at least according to him that's what he was after
0: gotcha okay uh i guess <laughs> the rant that I was going to go on or the question that I had was at what point do, do you think it's the result of people holding black celebrities up on a pedestal of some sort that they feel like, you know, they can get into certain policies or politics or, um, revolving around what is good for the black community in general. But I guess that's a question I wanted to ask. And then also, um, I don't know. Sometimes I worry that. I guess it depends on what the people are doing, like what it is that's going on. I can't really speak on the philanthropy that Lil Wayne gives off or what he does for the community and whatever else. I know Ice Cube does some things from what I believe. I know he has that like basketball um league thing going on but i don't know what they do what they don't donate to it's none of my business as well but how much should these individuals give themselves before going and trying to speak on behalf of a whole group of people that they might not be fully in tune with because um a different tax bracket does especially with black people sometimes it it being in a different tax bracket makes you think that you're different from or more than on occasional. So I'm trying to figure out who entrusted these individuals to go and meet with the powers that be for these things.
2: Well, I think uh, that a change of thinking has to occur, right? I think Mm -hmm. the big problem is no one person can ever represent a demographic Mm -hmm. and if it's anything other than a white man, essentially, that's what's almost forced to happen, or that's how it's perceived. Mm-hmm. So, Wayne, for instance, could be a philanthropic Republican, whatever, whatever. Um, but regardless of of what his stance is, or 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 if he took the time to clarify what his stance is, even if even if he did that. He's still going to be seen as representing Black people, and mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of that is is coming to light more and more as we diversify and and people are. I, I think the the whole mix is changing, right? Like media is changing, mm-hmm. and and representation is changing. But I think um, politically and polling and all that is very far behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think. Probably more than anybody, black people are perceived as more monolithic, right? As more than even like Latinos or something, for instance.
0: Definitely. So it's definitely
2: it's tough when, you know, we have just a, a two-party system and people are trying to have their vote earned and neither party is really giving them anything. I, yeah. I think it, there's just a desperation aspect there. And then you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Because Mm -hmm. if you're vocal on social media and you don't meet with anybody, they're just gonna say, what are you doing? And then if you're vocal and then you meet with whoever will meet with you and try to do whatever you can, the best way you think you can as someone who's not a politician or or anything, right? You're Mm -hmm. gonna catch flack for that. So yes, I do think possibly he could have done things a better way, but at the same time, it's like, I guess he's trying to do something.
0: Yeah, got you. I wanted to touch on something that you just said as well, because you mentioned how black people tend to be monolithic or perceived as such, uh, but even more so than Latinos Um, seeing the, the Latino vote results um, after the elections came through. Well, you know, especially in places like Florida, whatever else that did that surprise you at all? Because I mean, We're talking about
2: like the Cubans specifically. uh,
0: Well, Cubans specifically, but also I don't. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't group them all because there are different demographics and there are different ethnicities within these things. But that's just jarring to see specifically regarding like the, the ice situation and how how he goes about talking about these groups of people in general. Um, Cause I, I myself, when I see blacks for Trump or some, some shocking and jivery revolving around that stuff, it's, it's, it's fucked and it's bad, but I can't recall, (laughs) I can't recall him hopping up and calling, you know, a bunch of black people like rapists and putting them in cages and going around, you know, emphasizing how certain votes aren't legal and people aren't legal and anchor baby this and so on and so forth. So it's just, it's just real. Uh, it's a trippy thing to see. Like they were out and showing their asses for this man.
2: Uh Yeah, I agree that it's, it's weird to see, but I think there's, I think it kind of speaks to this whole like monolithic idea. It's mm-hmm. like Latinos are relatively diverse. Right. And mm-hmm. if you're talking about, you know, Mexicans and first generation second generation then it makes even less sense right but then if you're mm-hmm. talking about the 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 more ethnically european cubans that have immigrated to florida it makes a little more sense i mean i don't i don't know that it makes any sense for anybody to vote for trump but like it makes a little mm-hmm. more sense than this other demographic right and i think um i think it's a lot more true for black people but like okay so if you're talking about somebody voting for trump even though um the the whole ice thing and deportation thing and build the wall mm-hmm. that's so at the forefront right but then for whatever reason he's perceived to be the more the the republicans are always perceived to be that the party of of god for whatever reason right and mm-hmm. some some people are gonna be they feel like they have to vote for um, against reproductive rights more than their uh, ability or right to stay in the country. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how you square that or or secure those votes. That might just be a lost thing. I think with black people, the kind of, and and I I don't run into any in real life because it's just, I, I don't, why would I? But the kind of people that are posting on social media strike me as the people who are like, well, the Democrats don't really do much for us, and I'm just going to try to be rich somehow magically. And once I'm rich, I want to keep all my money. And Donald Mm -hmm. Trump is a businessman, so Donald Trump. Uh, So I guess I see the the thought process there. Again, I don't think it's correct. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think there's just a huge gulf where you have the left feeling like people should vote for them just because they're not the other people. And then the other people don't even seem to have any interest in, uh, the majority of these demographics outside of like tokens to get some, whatever percentage of the vote. And then I think people are just going to start, uh, experimenting and finding a single issue and just falling wherever they fall.
0: Yeah. Something you mentioned made me think about it too, even though, these two uh, black celebrities went to discuss uh, programs and whatever else for the black community it i realize nobody's infallible but it does seem kind of irresponsible considering the ice and building the wall and all the other negative things that this individual has done to be endorsing him just because you think he might be able to do something productive for your demographic if that's still your demographic because like i say you know, tax bracket. There's, there's, there's ethnicity to me. And then there's, um, a wealth gap to me as well. These two things help define where a person might be on the political spectrum. But even if you're another black person, even if, you know, you're a wealthy black person, you know, for you to hop up and be shooting a thumbs up or having discussions with, or even, condoning anything that this man has done when we know some of the things he said and he's done, you know, especially to women uh, regarding their rights or how he enables and emboldens certain people to do the things that they've been doing. Um, I think I I think that's a little irresponsible. You know, I I had a whole discussion with you're talking um, about
2: uh, just straight out endorsement.
0: Yeah, just straight up endorsement, being near talking and saying, like, oh, I had a conversation with them about this group of people. And I kind of like what he said. That's cool. You know, but what about what about what he's doing to another group? What about the people that he's got behind him or supporting him? You know, I don't know. It's just it's it's people sometimes look at the slice instead of looking at the whole pie itself, which I feel is like something that should be done. It'll keep you out of some shit.
2: I agree with that. I think, um, I think everybody needs to be personally responsible, right. For the things they do. But I think at the same time, this is a symptom of lack of representation. Right. And I think, um, For for my whole life, it's been a lot of uh, voting for the lesser of two evils outside of, like, Obama, right? Who actually, I think regardless of what you think of his policies and how he eventually did things, um, you know, he did get people out to vote and he did inspire people at that moment in time, especially uh, for his uh, first term, right, when he was first running. Um, And especially now there's... There was just so much going on and so many things to grab hold of to make anyone excited or feel anything or, or actually provide something for not even some sort of a subgroup of people, just like people, like regular working class people. And, and we didn't get anything really from either party. The, the Republicans essentially came out and said that uh, we don't have a platform. Uh, there's actually like a letter that they're, we're just like, hey, we're behind the president. 2020 and Mm -hmm. uh, the Democrats ran the um, you know air quotes safest uh, campaign because they felt like they could get away with that and it they kind of did Uh, but I think that's like such a short-sighted short-term thing I mean they lost like 10 to 15 house seats they didn't pick up any state legislator like no governor uh, spots like I think, um, you know, they're not, the, the The hope was you could have the Democrats win and possibly have a majority in both houses. And then maybe Biden will swing to the left a little bit and you can get a couple of things done. But um, now, uh, I think everything's going to be gridlocked for two years. And mm-hmm. if the Democrats don't, Excite anybody or offer anybody anything you know, like then they're gonna possibly lose more seats, and then in four years they're not mm-hmm. gonna win unless they run somebody really good, which I mean we'll see because mm-hmm. I think you had a couple of interesting candidates um and i wasn't I wasn't like a bernie or bust person, uh mm-hmm. but we ended up with Joe Biden, which I think is mm-hmm. one of the worst people. <laughs>
0: yeah you uh i agree with you it was so i guess long
2: story short and you know i'll I'll let you jump in i think we're gonna see more of this because it's it's partly like a a desperation play it's like who i'm willing to talk to anybody who will listen and i think uh you know one other thing that i ran into is uh i was listening to this podcast that michael moore was on who i think is a little annoying now but uh Mm -hmm. you know his Early movies, like his first movie was all about, you know, Flint, Michigan, Roger and Me. And mm-hmm. he said that the Biden campaign contacted him and was like, you know, Michigan is really important. What are we going to, you know, do you want to help us out? And he's like, yeah, but you you got to go to Flint, Michigan. You got to promise them something. They don't have clean water there. Like you, you have to mm-hmm. earn these people's votes. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't go until like the day before the election. And then they had Obama over there, like telling jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this, this happened under your watch, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah, they could have okay. declared a state of emergency and and got all those people on on Medicare or something, and you know, had the Army Corps of Engineers come in and fix those pipes, yeah. and we 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 were still doing nothing. Yeah, and exactly. then you know, I'm sure you saw people on Twitter were making fun of that area because it it all went red, but those people got poisoned. Yeah. Like there there are children there with developmental uh challenges now for for life because they were poisoned and mm-hmm. you did nothing to motivate those people to come out and vote for you. And obviously exactly. Trump has his base of you know fervent followers. So you know I don't exactly. know. I think things have to change politically for us to make sense of what uh people are going to do and how they react. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. Um, good. Yeah, that was good. I think I'm a, I'm gonna try to lighten up a little bit right now because I'm sitting here thinking about everything that we just talked about, and I'm like, eh, it's putting me in a, in a in a mood of I'm going down a rabbit hole of why are things the way that they are. But also, I had some like yerba mate, like a little a little bit ago, so I'm kind of caffeinated at the moment as well. Um, but going a little bit lighter. Uh, there was some news about, from Pfizer about the COVID-19 vaccine. Apparently, it's looking pretty good. Maybe in the next two months, they might be able to put something forward that people can actually use. Um, and I've looked up like the article and I've talked to a friend of mine about what's going on with that. He's a doctor and stuff. And he's he was like, hey, you know, it's it's looking like it's going to be happening now, like in the tail end of. Um, the Trump administration or whatever else, but even though they didn't have anything to do with the shit from what I understand. But um, are you going to take that? You're going uh, to be a day one. You're going to be a day one. You're going to snatch that up like it's an, like, a, like it's a new Xbox. You're going to pump uh, that in your veins.
2: I don't know about day one, but also um, I think, you know, d- doses are going to be limited mm-hmm. in the beginning anyway. So, I would imagine that they're going to have something where the the most at-risk risk, uh, demographics uh are going to be getting it first or have access to it first. Mhm mhm. Was it saying mm-hmm. oh um so I brought it up it says uh 15 to 20 million people um will be able to get the shot and a booster 3 weeks later. So that's the initial wave would be 15 to 20 million people. Yeah. Which is uh I mean not that many. Yeah. And then nope. they're saying they could have about a billion doses a year eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it has to start out. Yeah, I'm not going to be first in line for it. I want to see how that plays out for. Um, for people, I barely get flu shots myself. Uh, and I, I mean, that might mean I'm a part of the problem, but I just don't. Like, We really can't be blamed for that, especially. Considering how, you know, just the black community in general regards vaccines and injections of things, and the way that the medical field kind of treats black individuals in general, sometimes, yeah, it's it's. I think it's okay to be skeptical.
2: It's, and it's hard how to be skeptical. class action lawsuits uh, work and all that. Well, and and apparently mm-hmm. this trial is. Uh, they haven't even reached 150 people yet in this trial so this is a very small trial group Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i i feel like i'm not saying that this isn't a positive thing but i think the timing is all kind of like it seems like a feel-good story when it maybe i don't think things are as close as these articles are making it seem it's too soon yeah,
0: we're all just going to be cured in six months. I don't, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not trusting that right out the gate. I need to observe what's going on before I make a deduction on that. But um, yeah, nah, that's that's how I felt about that. Did you want to get into like maybe a little bit of entertainment slash pop culture shit right now? Or... Yeah, let's
2: just flow it out.
0: Let's get it. Let's get it. I uh saw. All of Lovecraft Country. And I'm going to have to give that one thumb down. One <laughs> thumb up. <laughs> well, like, well,
2: real real quick before you get into it, I will say um, I thought the first episode showed a lot of potential. And I was excited for the series. And then I got like three or four episodes in and I lost interest and I never finished it. And mm. I mean, I will because I can. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I just, uh, yeah, you, you can,
0: speak yeah. To Gotta give that, uh, the old mismatch one thumb up, one thumb down. Like I'm not giving it two thumbs up, I'm not giving it two thumbs down. You can't see me, but I'm like alternating hands. I'm like switching like boom, 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 boom. But yeah, as it went on more and more, I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not getting jiggy with everything that's going on. I still like the some of the characters. I still like some of what's happening, but there were some curveballs thrown in where I was like, eh? I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. You haven't watched the rest of it, so um, I, I don't know if you care that much. I know how you feel about spoilers. You don't give a fuck, but you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't finished it. It's just the the tech aspect, the dimension hopping aspect of it.
2: They, they doing sliders. Remember that show? Are you old enough to remember that
0: show? I'm old enough to remember that show. <laughs> it, it had that dude. And there was that old there was that old uh, white dude with him. And there was like a lady with him. And they was just going to different dimensions and shit. And doing there was stuff. a yeah.
2: black wasn't he like a doo-wop singer or something? And then they I had, think so. They had the dude who played Gimli, I think, in Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was him. That's what I'm thinking about. The Axeman from Lord of the Rings, man. And and they were traveling in time and dimensions and it it just got out of pocket for me. I didn't. It was like if it was like the pot boiled over, it was like too many things were thrown into the mix for me. And I was like,
1: "Mm,
0: no, nah but i
2: didn't i didn't think it was terrible i didn't hate it i just felt it was it was weird to watch an episode and be like mm-hmm. i guess this was okay but um i just felt like so it it was a mix of some things and i felt like none of those things were like that strong and the mix mm-hmm. didn't come together to make like a very strong thing and then I would get online everybody would be like this is the best shit this is like the best blackest thing and like and I'm just I, I don't I don't see it nah. I'm glad people were enjoying it I felt like I don't know some of the th- some of the things just felt like either superficial or forced and I just it never coalesced for me I think the idea was was cool I just don't mm-hmm. feel like the execution was quite there and if this were like a sci-fi original tv show I think I would cut it more slack but I think you know when something is on HBO you you you're expecting kind of like a certain level
0: yes yeah I I think I'm gonna agree with you on that Uh, yeah I probably was expecting more than we got but you know, it was it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. I also watched um this is like a little bit more discreet, but I watched Blind Manor, the Haunting of Blind Manor, I think it's called on Netflix. Did you touch that?
2: I saw half of the preceding series.
0: Mm, the Haunting of Haunting of Hill House. Hill House. Yes. I think that was they had different feels. Uh Hill House was a little bit better for the scary shit. Um Bly Manor was more so a love story. It felt like it was a lot more storytelling involved, but I do want to say shout out to the lesbians. Shouts out to y'all. That was, that shit was like, it tugged at my heartstrings. That shit was cute. It was nice. So I, I enjoyed that a little bit, but for different reasons, different reasons. So, um, we're out of October. So it was, it was a good, it was a good spooky feel for a little bit. You know, you had to get that out, but Sure. If anybody wants to discuss that, then we definitely can. But I feel like I've said everything that I could on that without like spoiling anything. It was same cast, different characters, uh, more of like an anthology type feel. I'm excited to see what they do with the next one, whenever that happens. Um, But also talking on entertainment stuff, and it's unfortunate, I guess it ties into what we were talking about a little bit earlier because Georgia flipped seeing Georgia go blue. I just wanted to like go on that little tangent. Like that was shocking. I didn't expect that to happen, but niggas is fed up. I guess that was interesting.
2: So what I read was after Stacey Abrams lost and felt like the election might have been stolen from her, um, you know, her and, and, you know, she shouldn't take all the credit. Uh, But you know, a lot of her and a lot of grassroots groups, put a lot of effort into getting the vote out and especially getting it's black people out to vote, right? And stopping
0: voter suppression is right. what they would call it. Yeah. Right, um, and it, it worked. Yeah, that was phenomenal to see. That was really, really exciting. But um, unfortunately, recently in Atlanta, a rapper from Chicago, King Von, ended up losing his life. Um, and for some reason... T.I. man he just he just doesn't say good things. Like anytime he's ended up talking, I've had to stop and be like, man, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? But he made a reference to rappers from or individuals in general from elsewhere going to Atlanta. He was like, you know, this is a city of progressives and we, we about this and we're about that. If you have beef going on, like keep that shit where you came from, don't do that shit over here. Thanks. Sign management and I was like, man, what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Like T.I. T.I. And we already talked a little bit earlier about representation and a a lack of it. But who would choose T.I. to be the person to talk about anything is what I'm wondering.
2: Yeah, he uh, he debated Candace Owens. And I think um, that that sucked. That sucked for like he he allowed himself to be used as a prop to an extent because he's not he doesn't know what he's talking about, right? Not not to like oversimplify it and be rude, but you get what I mean, right? Like yes. Candace Owens is a token who's making a lot of money off of that regardless of whether she believes any of the things she says or not. And she's always mm-hmm. like, debate me, debate me, right? And then of course, one of the f- few black people to take her up on it is fucking TI, right? Like, come on. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that just kind of yeah.
2: legit helped legitimize some of her positions to some of her followers who are you know, 99% white.
0: The decisions he makes don't seem that they don't seem that smart. He he does a lot of foo-foo shit. A lot of foo-foo-foo things is real. It's real. Like, man, shit. man, I don't know. I don't get it. It upsets me and my homies, but you know, it's what we've come to expect from him. Unfortunately, uh, new consoles are dropping and i've seen videos of xboxes smoking i don't know if they're fake
2: yeah i think that's fake
0: it has to be fake same thing um, with the vaccine like i don't want to be a day one with some shit like that vaccines consoles i'm not going to be the first person in line to pick them shits up but that that can't be real well as someone
2: who's had um you know an xbox 360 red ring and i've built some computers in my time like i've just never seen electronic smoke that way ever like i've had crt tvs and then um some sort of xbox page recreated that by like vaping into it at the bottom and it was like the same kind of smoke coming out i'm like i guess that makes sense i mean hey if they're malfunctioning like that that's fucked up and wrong and crazy but also (laughs) i watched one of the the teardowns they did of the new console and it's they have all these like different cooling chambers and everything. I mean, I just, I don't understand why that would be happening. Right. Mm-hmm. We've had, we've mm-hmm. dealt with overheating consoles before. None of them smoke like that and do whatever. Um, no. And generally I don't early adopt. So cause uh, either like I'm poor or I'm not sure if I care. Yeah. I think with um, when the 360 and the PS3 came out, I was like, I'm not paying no $600 for a PS3. And then 360 came out and I was like, do I game anymore? And then I got a Mm -hmm. Wii and I was like, I like gaming. I should get a quote real console and I am getting a 360. Right. And then Mm -hmm. for PS4, I wasn't sure if I should jump ship back to Sony or not. So I waited a year just to see like what console made more sense for me. And it was like PS4 slam dunk. Right. And then now I'm like, I can, I could get a PS5 even though I actually can't because I didn't pre-order one and then they're not even honoring all the pre-orders. Uh mm-hmm. but this yeah, so some of them shit's back. Yeah. There's not even like a launch game that I feel like I need this, right? Like I would I would like to play the Miles Morales Spider-Man, but I beat mm-hmm. the regular Spider-Man game and how many hours of content is the Miles Morales thing? Like a couple hours? I don't know
0: the miles morales game it's a standalone game apparently it's going to be about 10 hours long
2: i I think that's long enough for a game but like i'm saying i mean okay i i don't know if if i need to uh sell sell my liver to get a, a ps5 when there's not a launch game for it really
0: not at all not at all there's no point i think i think people just like the invisible badge that comes along with being able to say that you got it as soon as it came out yeah it's it's like a paperweight until shit starts coming out and for it. I think
2: I asked you this last episode, but is it crossplay? Like, if I get PS Five and I'm playing Dead by Daylight on PS Five, can I play with my PS Four friends? If the answer is no, then I super don't want it over there. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think so. I, I don't know actually. I'm going to admit that right now. I feel like that's a question I asked someone, but I. Th- all of the PSN stuff should be connected I think that's what they they do until they start shutting PS4 servers down down the line which kind of forces people to get the newest console.
2: Oh and you know Um, what kind of annoyed me is it has an M.2 slot right but it doesn't Mm -hmm. work yet
0: (laughs) It's there The fuck is an
2: M.2 I'm laughing You have one of those don't you it's uh, the, it's I, the hard drive I, that's like a little stick, and it, oh, it plugs yeah, directly the little, into the motherboard.
0: Yeah, 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 like the little SSD. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. So it well, takes one of those, SSD. but yeah.
2: they're like, yeah, you know, a firmware update is is upcoming to, so you could use that. And I'm like, why wouldn't it just be in there already? Like, yeah, and then for sure, <clears throat> I was watching a video on the interface, and you can't make folders yet for your games. And I have like a shit ton of games because, you know, I buy stuff on sale and then I don't play it all the time. Same. So I, I, I'd i like to have folders to organize my games. Why wouldn't that be a thing? I mean, granted, it's not even day one for the console. Maybe that's a day one update. Like, how do you release a console that you, you can't put your games in a folder? Like, what? What?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. In, in a way, it feels like the same way people drop games where they sell it to you and they make it available. But everything isn't there. It's like almost incomplete. And then they drop DLC later on. Just like, all right, cool. Here's an update. Here's here's this. Here's that. Here's this. I think the gaming industry in general just feels like. A a dick swinging contest (laughs) almost. Or people just want to be the first to drop this or this feature or this ability when it's not. There's no reason for it to be mentioned because it doesn't work yet. Yeah, but so maybe we gon- maybe I'll we get gon- it
2: for um. What is that mm-hmm. Cyberpunk? Doesn't that come out in uh December now? I don't like December.
0: man, that should have been pushed back like one or two months. Every one or two months, so <laughs> I think it's going to be dropped. So maybe at that's the end of 2020.
2: Yeah, maybe that's when I'll get it because yeah, they got Spider Man, Assassin's Creed, which I'm not gonna fucking play, and nope, uh, I, I'm not I'm touching it. I'm surprised that people still care about that franchise.
0: Assassin's Creed. Ass, ass in Creed. Yeah, no, I kind of lost touch with that a little while ago. It got really, really convoluted. It's hard for me to keep up. I would have to watch like a YouTube video.
3: Well,
2: I don't even uh, think they're doing the the same story anymore. Like, I think Assassin's Creed came out. I played the first one. I was like, this is neat. And then they improved everything for the second one. And then they decided that they're going to come out with it every year, which is a mistake, right? And mm-hmm. then they did the Italy stuff, and I was still kind of on board, but I was getting bored. And then I just gave up after that. Yeah. they didn't know what to do anymore. It's I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to release a game every year, right? And then it is now I don't know what the fuck they're doing.
0: Hell yeah. I, 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 yeah, I can't really keep up with that type of shit. Um, oh, and Call of Duty?
2: With- maybe yes i was just gonna
0: say that i was just gonna say that like the same thing with call of duty they just keep dropping shit i'm not i'm not about to play cold war unless i can shoot at ronald reagan
2: (laughs) but i guess i guess my point (laughs) being is that's not a a ps5 seller for me you know like no no i need to get that ps5 so i could play the best version of call of duty like no this last call of duty was the first one i bought in like five years and uh i stopped playing it months ago
0: hmm exactly. No, it, it's just not worth it to me either. Uh, I feel, I don't know. I just feel like grown as fuck with the decisions that I've made regarding these things. Like things that used to excite me and make me act really, really reckless. I'm like, hmm, let's look at this. Let's, well, what let's do you mean? So you're less reckless down.
2: about spending money? Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, revolving around my hobbies like games and consoles and whatever else. But like those I
2: used are to like, safe hobbies. Maybe you got to invest in those.
0: Mm-hmm hmm yeah 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 you got to do it that's why i bought it.
2: a tv i was like well fuck i'm about to be in the yeah. house a lot
0: yeah exactly i was like yo i'm gonna I'm chill out i'm gonna just pace myself you know what i'm saying um i know what we have in store i do know that we have these things written out right now i have an intro but before we get into that i wanted to know if there was anything you wanted to touch on uh regular topic wise before we switch over switch the tempo
2: no, I don't really think so. I would just like to, uh, for any of the listeners that we, we may still have, uh, <laughs> this was, uh, yeah, we were trying to do like a Halloween podcast, and then mm-hmm. we're like, let's wait until the election's in, and then that took forever, and then now we ha- we're we like, we mashed everything in, and then we had mm-hmm. to skip a bunch of stuff because maybe it doesn't seem relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why this episode is that way. But I don't think it's a exactly. bad episode.
0: Exactly. Uh, That's just what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, You know, as we do annually every year, we have uh, a Halloween rendition of an episode. You know, we kind of get into the mood and we write original stories that we share with you guys. Uh, This year, it was just a little bit weird because uh, it's kind of poetic in a way, because four years ago, I think we started the podcast and we started doing the stories and stuff like that. So like uh, episode two was probably when Donald Trump had first, first became president and we were like dealing with that and we're like, man, what the fuck? So it was kind of a, just a decision that we made to like, just try and incorporate everything into itself because especially with the way things are going, uh, it was like, eh, we don't have to rush that going out. But the good news is that we do have stories for you guys that we are going to get into now. And if it's any consolation, October isn't the only scary month that we've had this year. So I feel like that's, <laughs> I feel like that's
2: frightening ass, spooky ass times 24,
0: very yes, very, very much. So like every day is just something else going on. I still want my murder hornets. I don't know where they yet, but I need now, those. You know to what drop. I want,
2: I want what? the government to give me a lump sum of money.
0: Yes. Because it's that would mine be, and give I, it to me. Yeah, and uh, my,
2: uh-huh. not to go off on a huge tangent, but uh, we're not getting that anytime soon.
0: No, I don't think sorry, so. Sorry, everybody.
2: Like a legitimate sorry so. to people who are struggling right now because mm-hmm. uh, the current president is a stupid bitch baby who's mm-hmm. not going to pass anything before he leaves. Yeah, yeah he's and a then, dickhead. I, like we're going to get something in February at the earliest if we get something. Mm-hmm. That's if bad. That. The numbers are out of control.
0: That's rough. OC.
2: Restaurants are closed again.
0: Yep. Chicago shutting shit down. Uh, Bars are starting to shut shit down. It's too cold for patios, man. The scary times. Real scary times. So use these scary times to put yourself in a scary mood as we tell these original Halloween stories that we have written for you guys. All right. So just take yourself there. Think about pumpkins, bats, whatever else it is you need to do, you know, bills, whatever else. No, don't think about the bills because that's just fucked up. We're trying to take you out of real life and get you in the mood right now, real sensually for this, for the spooky shit we about to drop. So with that being said, would you like to go first? who went first last time? Did I go first last time or second last time? I think I went second last time.
2: I don't even remember what happened last week. You talking about it, it a was, year
0: ago. Yeah, facts. It was a whole year ago. I think I think I told a story about uh a Nicki Minaj stand that ended up that was like murdering people or some shit like that. Was that's, that with that's the that's talking
2: what I, ass? I remember the talking uh, ass one the most. I uh, uh,
0: yeah, right, right, right. I think so. I think it was something like that. And then you had was it Van Dixling last year, I think you had something going
2: on? I think Ven- last year was the where they were buying a house.
0: yes it was it was accurate accurate okay you want to go first or no
2: i can if you'd like me to
0: uh yeah i'm excited to hear what you got so i I would love that
2: so uh quick story before the story uh Mm. i was very busy the week of halloween and i was like fuck Mm. i gotta get this uh thing done and then i got it done and then we didn't record and then i kept thinking like I could go back and you know make this better, but I never mm-hmm. did. And
0: I, uh, <laughs> you, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, I was like, oh, you did? He's like, no, I never did. The, In the, fact, the, like, what?
2: I did a like, I did a draft, and then I was like, I should probably like read this again and maybe you know type it up. And I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: so
2: hopefully that adds to the the whimsy and uh, the whimsical spookiness. nature.
0: Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. I'm I'm down with that. I mean, you come up with good stuff on the regular basis. I've enjoyed everyone we've had so far, but I'm gonna compose myself. I got my listening ears on. I'm ready. Let's get it. And of course, we got the generic Halloween spooky music in the background, the ominous, spooky dooky shit. So, nah, we taking you there. All right, ooh, let's ooh, dive in.
2: They always have ooh. the one owl noise in there. Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. and the the wind whistling and shit. All right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay.
3: We begin in a modern apartment just outside of a bedroom. A tall chocolate drop wipes the sleep from his eyes and looks at himself in the mirror.
2: I can't believe I nutted in 15 seconds last night. Yolanda up and left in the middle of the night cause I couldn't hit it right. I gotta figure this out somehow. Somehow. His mind was suddenly bombarded with thoughts of dick pills, cock rings, and penis pumps. Fuck! He yelled at his reflection he decided to calm down by eating a Mean Girls branded toaster strudel. By the way, have you seen that? That's at the stores right now.
1: Mm-mm.
2: I, I bought it. <laughs> it's, got, it's got pink icing, and they wrote fetch on the toaster strudel with the pink icing. I don't...
0: Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. No. <laughs> uh, all right.
2: <laughs> so he decided to calm down by eating a Mean Girls toaster strudel. Writing fetch and pink icing cheers him up a little bit. I'll go down to the sex shop tonight after work and see if there's anything that will make my dick game less whack. Hours later, he glances at the time and realizes he's he's been streaming on Twitch for over six hours. All right, guys, that's enough God-tier gameplay for the day. I have some errands to run. He says as his chat is flooded with GGs and small donations. He hops on his one wheel and heads to the sex shop. Once inside, he sees the same familiar face, a young Asian woman that he kind of want to freak on. (laughs) hey debbie what's up oh hi she replies are you back for more hentai and stroke 23 masturbation cream not this time debbie you see i had real life sex the other day with someone in my discord but i blew my load super fast i don't think i'll get a second chance with her but i want to make sure this doesn't happen again like with someone i like
3: he winks at debbie
2: you might be cute if you weren't such a disgusting stereotypical nerd she says. Come back in an hour. We're getting a big shipment in. He cracks a smile and decides to kill time across the street by eating a sushi burrito. Baka, he exclaims as he spills soy sauce all over his fortnight joggers. My fucking God. Naturally, the napkin dispenser was empty. Seeing as it had been nearly an hour already, he decides to head back to the sex shop to see if they may perhaps have some napkins. Debbie, I spilled food on my video game pants, he says as he walks into the shop. But as he looks up, he sees an old man with long fingernails smoking out of an opium pipe.
0: Oh, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have the penis-related treasures you seek. Uh, where's Debbie? Our gamer friend asks. Debbie has been given the rest of the day off. (laughs) Mmm, that's good opium.
2: okay well uh my penis gets real hard and then my stuff shoots out too
3: fast do you have anything for that we have many things for that but they all carry a steep price
2: well i have over 250 twitch subscribers so i can afford you fool the man interrupts
3: you pay not with money but with your soul they stare at each other for a moment it also costs money He adds. (laughs) First is a topical cream that invites a hundred demons to simultaneously and instantly bite your penis to decrease your erection and keep you from ejaculating. It is lavender-scented. Second is a bath bomb that has evil enzymes that go inside of your urethra and clog it up, preventing you from ejaculating until you use another bath bomb. That has evil enzymes in it that will melt the clog in your penis it too is lavender scented and lastly we have a possessed cock ring it traps the blood in your penis so even after you paint the walls with your gay mesquite, your boner shall remain and you could keep having sex even though it will feel weird and wrong well which one would you recommend asked the gamer All three of them. No, replied the gamer. (laughs) Okay, give me $100 in exchange for the possessed cock ring. Deal. He puts the cock ring on immediately.
0: Ew, what the the hell is your
3: problem? (laughs) Get the fuck out of my store. Sorry,
2: he says as he pulls his pants up. He heads home to test out his new contraption on a video he has bookmarked. He opens up a video of a woman shooting a Nerf football out of her coochie and is instantly erect. He puts the cock ring on.
3: It's kind of tight. And it's vibrating. And it's glowing. And it's mumbling? Why it smelled like X, body spray, and G fuel up in here, complained the cock ring you can talk
2: I can talk, sing, dance and do hair, fuck you mean (laughs) suddenly project chick by the cash money millionaires began playing and the cock ring made his penis jump to the beat while giving him a taper fade give me a project bitch give me a hood rat chick one that don't give a fuck. fuck and say she took that dick Suddenly, Indiana Jones Jr. busts in with a platoon of Special Forces soldiers. That's the cock ring of Amun-Ra. It's too powerful for one
3: man to control. Get him! Looks like we're cornered. There's only one way out of this. We're going to jump out of the window into a dumpster
2: that's somehow filled with soft garbage? Nah, that's too risky. We're going to have to come on all of them. He quickly did a one-handed cartwheel and shot a hot, creamy
3: load at Indiana Jones Jr.'s whip, which hit it with such velocity as to make him whip himself in his own eyes. I have been blinded. He backflipped over one Special Forces soldier to roundhouse kick another in the face,
2: instantly breaking his neck. It was a blood slash cum bath. He shot a salty shotgun blast of jizz at another shoulder's face, hitting him point-blank
3: and caving in his skull. Only one opponent remained. He was on his knees pleading with our hero. Please, I have a family. I can't die by getting skeeted on. I'll do anything. Fine, I won't skeet on you then. He then knocks him out with a spinning back fist and sprinkles pubes on him. (laughs) Now what, do you think they'll send more after us, Asked the gamer. I don't know. Maybe they learned their lesson or something. Why do we go in that shop and hit on that lady who works there? Damn, it's the next day already? Yeah, that fight lasted
2: a long time. They said they didn't want to get nutted on, but they kept letting us drink water and take naps in between organi- orgasms. It was weird. <laughs> Wait, were they really from the government? Shit, I guess they could have just been perverts who wanted... My powers for themselves. Perhaps we'll never know. Gamer and Cockring arrived at the shop to see Debbie's smiling face. Hey, this may sound crazy, but your dad sold us an ancient Egyptian cockring that gave us magical powers, and now we want to take you out on a date. My dad? You mean the owner of the store who likes to dress as an outdated Asian caricature and tell crazy stories? That was clearly a white man. I hope you didn't believe anything he said. Well, I didn't at first, but... We just came all over a bunch of dudes with guns, so I don't really know. Don't tell me he sold you an overpriced cock ring laced with LSD. I mean, maybe. (laughs) But it all felt so real. Just like my feelings for you. That's cute, but I don't date musty dummies who aren't even that good at video games. Get good, loser. The end. (laughs)
0: I'm a first thing I'm going to say is that there's a game that people play in real life, like in person, no technology, where you say a word and the goal is to um, eventually say the same thing based off of the, of the last word that you said. So you're trying to meet in the middle. Um, I think you and I have spent too much time talking to one another and too much time telling these stories because I do believe we've met in the middle and it will make sense once I tell my story, but I, I enjoyed that. That was nice.
2: One thing about that story is early on, I had the idea to have a plot twist at the end where it, uh, it revealed that, uh, it was you the whole time
0: you know what because as you were describing him uh with the must excluded uh it because i'm never musty but it it that was funny i was like this sounds like me but you know especially like the one-handed cartwheel because i do practice those after listening to like cisco songs but
2: yeah i think it it got messed up because there were too many negative things about him but i wanted him Mm -hmm. to save the world and then the lady at the end was like really horny for him and she was like
3: I never got your name. And then I was going to be like, the name's
0: Delancey. Oh, my God. No, I would have been I would have been honored. It's OK. I would have took the negative things. You got to take the negative with the positive sometimes. But no, that would be really nice of you to do that. Um, It's really wild. Uh, I'm about to get into this right now. Um, Are you ready? Yes. Mm. All right. Here we go. Gerald woke up and instinctively reached for his meat, already knowing what to expect. As he grabbed his dingaling while it was on gummy, he made a vow: "Today's the last day. I vow to be on brick by any means necessary." The last few months had been tough on him. Work had been a pain, and his usual hobbies had lost their charm. But the ultimate betrayal came when a betrayal came when a random onset of erectile dysfunction settled in. He'd been on chub mode on occasion, but. As it would have it, the stars had aligned and he was set to receive some new coochie tonight, and he didn't want to leave anything up to chance, and he had the remedy. As he finished his shift and was on his way home, he stopped at his usual gas station and put $20 on pump 3. As the attendant went to make change, Gerald interrupted him with an ot-ot as he tapped on the bulletproof glass between the two of them. The attendant glanced up and saw that Gerald was pointing at a pack of pills that were taped to the window. "'Horny Goat 9000?' asked the attendant. "'Yes, indeed,' Gerald replied. "'I'm inviting a lady over, and I don't want to disappoint.' The attendant gave him a cautionary look. "'These have been up here for a while. You sure?' "'Hell yeah, I'm sure. I need to be at my brickiest.' "'I appreciate the word of warning, though,' said Gerald. "'We just got these in. Um... I have no idea where they came from, the attendant started to say as he slid the pills through the window slot. Gerald grabbed them and immediately bit the packaging open and swallowed both capsules dry, then walked to his car with a spring in the step. The attendant shook his head as he walked off. Once he made it home, he poured the good baby oil into a microwavable bowl and brought out the candles he got from Marshalls eight months prior. That sounds too prior. hot.
2: That's a disaster waiting to happen.
0: No, no, no. Just put it on like a few seconds. In a few seconds, but he hadn't been gorilla-gripped in what felt like ages, so he was looking forward to what was to come. As he went to light the Thanksgiving feast sent a candle, the birthday cake scented one he lit prior randomly extinguished itself. The fuck. He walked over to relight it. As he approached, he heard a faint yet distinguished whisper directly in his ear. Hardy. Huh. Gerald scratched his head as he looked around, but everything was silent. Then without warning, all of his books flew off the shelves and hit the floor. He jumped. Oh, nah, he said as he broke into a light jog to the bathroom and locked himself in. it. He stood by the door and pressed his ear to it, listening to see if there was a horny bandit in his home. When he didn't hear any movement, he composed himself and thought, I'm overreacting. Chuckling to himself, he walked over to the toilet, dropped his trousers, and took a seat. When are these pills going to kick in? He reached into one of his mini cargo short pockets and pulled the bitten wrapper out to read it. As he stretched it out, he felt a tug on his penis from inside the toilet. Oh, there they go! He excitedly looked down to assess his girth levels. And much to his horror, he saw a fur-covered hand pulling on his schlong from the depths of the porcelain bowl. He screamed and snatched his penis back to himself as he jumped up and stared back at the toilet. A large goat seemed to peek its head from out of the bowl, but after the head came large shoulders, a torso, and two legs. The goat man floated above the toilet for a second, then solidified himself so that he could sit on it. He crossed his legs and tilted his head as he spoke without moving his goat man mouth. I'm going to make a long story short here, Gerald heard a booming voice say within his head, I'm a demon, you ate the pills. I'm going to take up residence in your body now. Gerald screamed, stop screaming. Gerald, stopped screaming. How? He asked the goat demon. You know how people go to church and eat the pita bread? Gerald nodded. It's like that, but I'm taking instead of giving. Why? Gerald asked as he started to unlock the door and try to exit the bathroom. I'm a demon. is what I do. Uh, also, 2020 has shown some promise so far. Why not come up, possess folks, do some raw smashing during a pandemic, you know, live it up a little. The rest of the demons were against it, but I broke out and decided it would be a cool way to wrap up the year. Things have been uh, pretty calm and they haven't really been this hectic since the Black Plague. So if you're done being a bitch about it, we can go ahead and connect like Legos. No! Gerald yelled as the entity rammed into him head first, and he blasted through the locked door into the living room. He got up, dusted himself off, took a look around the apartment, before walking up to the nearest mirror. The facial hair doesn't fully connect, but beggars can be choosers, I suppose. Demon Gerald chuckled to himself and started picking up the pieces from the broken bathroom door. The doorbell rang. Right on time. As Demon Gerald finished lighting the rest of the candles, he hastily walked over to the front door and opened it. The lady had arrived for her dick appointment, and a smile flashed across her face as she removed her face mask. Hi, she said as she sauntered in, holding her overnight bag. Demon Gerald rubbed his hands together like Birdman and started walking towards her. Hold on, I got a surprise for you, she said as she put her hand on his chest, gently pushing him back. And what would that be, he seductively asked. I took it right before you opened the door. I can't wait for it to kick in, she said, as she handed him an empty wrapper that read, Kitty Cat 2000, number one female enhancement. The smirk quickly vanished from his face as he looked up and saw the pupils of her eyes start to get longer and thinner. Ah, fuck. The end.
2: So a, a, a goat demon's natural predator is a cat?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: no, I, it's about uh, to go down. But that's that's yeah. really, isn't that like a an Egyptian thing? The cats are the protectors.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so. <clears throat> cats are like really, really revered in Egyptian lore and whatnot. And um, I figured like stuff like mountain lions and whatnot. You know, they usually fuck up and uh, eat on goats and shit like that. But yes, it's about to go down the in the apartment. I was like, this people is, are gonna this is want
2: fun. you to write a sequel. Maybe you know, uh, honestly, four or five parts of this.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to it. I could. cinematic uh, universe. I could. I could play this out and like, you know, occasionally add to it, seeing as how we did tell these stories like after October was over, like I wouldn't mind like jumping back into them and like goofing around with it. But it was fun to make. But I just chuckled at how, you know, we met in the middle regarding like dick enhancement um, being the common (laughs) theme. In, in the stories that we shared that was really cool
2: maybe it's a shared universe
0: it could be it could be maybe indiana jones could jr
2: could show up in in your uh story
0: exactly. i don't know he got skied on he got he might need some time to recover from from the fight well, Ta-da. yeah Ta-da. so that's
2: Ta-da. the end of the movie it's like uh when they had jigsaw in uh the punisher
0: mm-hmm. you thought he was down and out in the show he was in the show oh i didn't know that what
2: remember his his uh best friend or whatever that was supposed to be hot and then he got his face smashed and then he he was wearing a mask the next season oh
0: well i, I should have watched the Punisher, and then i would know I would oh you know didn't watch film. it at all yeah no not at all oh. but that makes that makes perfect sense i, I actually would like to watch it i didn't
2: see the season where he came back but i did mm-hmm. i thought the first season was solid as far as those shows go cuz they're not
0: great or weren't great yeah nah nah i mean this was a tragedy from what i understand but this is fun this is good i'm happy we got you know people to are do.
2: always uh talking about how sexy your regular voice is and how it just you know makes them cream all over themselves oh and, jesus uh, christ i never like it's like i got it but it didn't you know i didn't feel the effects right but then when you did a couple of lines as a lady i was like oh okay I oh might, my i might God. download this audio book
0: Night nigga with the stroke twenty three. You're like, hey, I guess this is where we are now. That's funny. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment, but I don't think I right, I yeah, I have no other words, but thank you. That's real cool. But this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. Um We were happy to get these stories to you. We are happy to, you know, still be recording and dropping episodes and stuff. Um we might not do two episodes a month like we usually do, but we're still going to be working on episodes. Um, You know, they just might be a little bit more spaced out, but you know, it's just, yeah. Getting content and stuff like that. Like we don't want to talk about the same things over and over and over again. So it's kind of, we're being a little bit more patient with what we present to you guys so that we aren't just beating a dead horse with a stick. Does that make, did I elaborate that the right way or?
2: yeah, I think it kind of makes sense. I I think There's plenty of stuff to talk about. It just takes so much more effort. And I think Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
2: we are accustomed to things being a little more effortless because we do things. Yes, we we do. We would convene and talk about those things. And then nobody could do anything.
0: No. And everybody's
2: doing the same thing.
0: Yes, exactly. So we're trying to stay a little bit unique with our approach while also presenting uh, conversation worthy content. So be patient with us. We're going to keep it coming and we're going to do what we can, but who knows stuff might end up, you know, switching up in the upcoming months and whatnot. And we'll be right there to make different references while we're talking about it. Just meet, meet references everywhere. That's what we do. That's how we do it. But I think that's pretty much it. You got anything you want to say before we sign off?
2: Um, You know what I thought about it, but I think it's two things I'm going to ask you in private right now.
0: Okay, sounds good. Hit
2: record off, so you're not put on the spot.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I think I'm going to do that. Depending
2: on your answer, we may have a big announcement for the next
0: episode, but we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Okay, I think I'm going to go ahead and stop recording now. Thanks for listening. It's been fun, and we will catch you guys later. We appreciate you. That is all be safe Wear a mask Thank you Bye.